The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to the lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. Juan. It's John DePietro. This portion of our program is brought by Henry Oil. Make them your oil company. Call them 401-5210-200, serving most Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Always online at henryoil.com. Call them an affordable, reliable oil company. I'll tell you, Carmine, Lori, they're just terrific. Reliable and affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Call Henry Oil today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred, folks. It is uh, Tuesday at noon, and uh, we always have her in. And it's a new year, and there's so much going on to talk about. She is Massachusetts communication consultant. She has worked on Capitol Hill. She has worked at the State House under uh, Governor Kachiri, and uh, also happens to be one of my siblings. And is uh, good afternoon to Donna Perry. Good afternoon, DJ. Great to be back yeah. in the New Year. Did I forget anything? I mean, you did work on. You worked in news. You've been a journalist. You've yeah. been on television. You worked in Washington for Congressman Ron Makeley. You worked for Governor Kachiri. Yes. And uh, and, and I and did a frequent guest on Lively Experiment. Uh, that is true. Yes. <laughs> So, um, and what was the other thing you were going to mention? Worked with the Rhode Island Republican Party yes, in the yes, old days. Yes, very extensively. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, I, and ran for office. And, and I did run for office. And I do want to say a quick five-second thing. Yeah. You're right. In this Mattiello story, oh I know God. it. That is a moment you have to know when to, it doesn't have to be perfect. Get the press release yes, out. Yes, come on. Three paragraphs. What are we yeah. talking about? Yeah. The speaker himself, his chief of staff, Skenyon, the state police went to see him. Yeah. Larry Berman on the list, and we both like Larry. But And then the spokesperson, every time you turn on Lively, Hummel has on Bill Lynch. He's I the know. lawyer for the speaker's <laughs> chief of staff. I mean, it is a poster it's the of cast. corruption. It's it the, cast the cast of characters. As the first day of the assembly kicks off. Right. Come on, on a political money laundering thing? So, no, you got to get out we there. Weave. Put something yeah, out. Yeah, I'm a fan of Suze Yankee. I am as well. You know what Let's I, hope that before yeah. the end of the day. But you say, just get it out I used there. to say that. It doesn't have to be perfect. I remember in the old days, yes. J.D., you just get something out. You can tweet out. You can do two paragraphs. And let's let's just say with that just for a moment. All right, let's look at, we both, you work yeah. in news. I work in news. We both have. It's the element of what's news. Uh, here's what we learned yesterday due to Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe, and then the journal has it today. The speaker's chief of staff... Leo, the Speaker of the House, Nick Mattiello's Chief of Staff, Leo Skenyon, was contacted, communicated with the state police, and now he has Democrat Party Chairman Bill Lynch as his attorney with an upcoming criminal trial involving money laundering. Excuse me, that's news. Yeah. When's the last time that happened? <laughs> and I, I don't know the last time that's ever happened. As no, and by the way, in any other state, that kind of a headline Holy is a co- political career ender. Yes. Okay, it is. so in a well-run state, yeah. that should be a career-ending situation. Um, and, and by the way, the local media should be having the same urgency in the coverage. Um, you know, J.D., in, you're in, the... In other pro. states, yeah. you and I both know, Right now, today, the Speaker of the House would be holding an emergency press conference to address the fact that he's on the witness list, his chief of staff was visited by the state police, has retained legal counsel, his communication person. It's his entire circle. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Nothing. Zero. I keep checking my Twitter feed. Like, guys, I even said, and I'll even say it, I'm going to talk to Dan McGott, but I even said to Ed Fitzpatrick, don't bury the lead. He right. just has list of who's who, who's who, the chief of staff. And here's the other thing that I, I can't get over. You would think that, and, and you and I both know Bill Lynch. He's highly affable. He's highly likable. Someone said, you know, this is a situation that he endears himself to the speaker saying, hey, listen, I'll handle Leo for free. But excuse <laughs> me, you're the spokesperson for the party. He's out there uh, doing interviews and things like that. 
uh, shouldn't someone else maybe be the criminal defense attorney? Yeah, and, and in New York or Holy Boston, cow. J.D., they would be stalking the yes. guy. He couldn't yes. be able to walk down he the hallway. He wouldn't be able you to. You know the New York yes. press. They'd yeah. be like at his door. Oh, my God. So there's Never that. mind today, the first day of the session. Well, that's what I mean. And and secondly, they should not allow him to get through the day no. or, conver- or, you know, sentences without asking him. I also would just say quickly on this. Yeah. And I'm not rooting for them. If I was the progressive wing, this is the opening. It is. You, you want, want maybe if they're clever yeah. and their women's caucus, if I were them, I'd be holding a press conference at 2 o'clock this afternoon yes. and saying, it's time. someone under indictment, I'm sorry, he shouldn't be the li-. I mean, this yeah. is your opening. It is. Right here. That's how news cycles are. There's That's no, right. you you got to drop the other script. Holy Don't put out cow. a press release about wow. some random someone's going to be in a race in yeah. April. You know, sometimes oh, no. you drop what you're doing. This is your opening. You got to go with it. And you, you know, you know that I always try to preach. And one of the things about talk radio is, you, it has to be something easy to understand. Yeah. You know, we've seen the problem with Russian collusion, Ukraine. The average person, even the New York Times, found, oh wait a minute, half of their readers of people couldn't understand what quid pro quo meant. So they just, right, the Democrats right. are using bribery. But here's the thing: people, number one, people are suspicious of Mattiello to begin with. Number two. They're certainly suspicious of the Rhode Island State House. So right away, to me, when you're a Rhode Island voter, if you're the politician, you're Matty Yellow, and your chief of staff, Leo Skenyon, was contacted, communicated with the state police, and now has had to hire legal criminal defense attorney um, Bill Lynch uh, to represent him because he's going to be called to testify here. Um, I- excuse me, you, you lose the benefit of the doubt because people don't they, you don't start off in a clean place to begin right. with. This, so yeah. what are they waiting for? This, Go after them this, right now. If I were the state Republican Party, uh. I would borrow from stuff that happened nationally yes. where they questioned about Trump and the political vote, yep. you know, count. I would be saying maybe you're not a legitimately elected speaker. That's right. This is all about your yeah. vote. So, yes. you know, yeah. I'd be going after it. You're right. In the um, the Women's Caucus and the Progressive Caucus especially, there are no fans of Mattiello. You know, they say it's a boys club. And then and then look who's involved with it. Mattiello's on the list. Skenyon, Larry Berman, Matt Jersick, and then Bill Lynch, the spokesperson. He's the one now representing Skenyon. They're all the long entrenched they are. guys. Yeah. yeah, that's the insider politics. Let's talk about, um, to start off, uh, the whole element of, uh, because of, you know, and I, I think this is interesting, and I said it, the last time, or you and I have been talking, a big problem for the Democrat Party with the whole impeachment into the House and everything else was it completely wiped out the field. And you did hear people like Amy Klobuchar, Camilla Harris, others that have dropped out, Cory Booker, saying they couldn't get any oxygen, they couldn't get any coverage because there was just so much on that. Well, now it's turned to a rib. So right. right now, let's start with Iowa. I mean, I, I think this is very interesting. Iowa and the way, and I want to know how you see it, but the Sanders campaign to me, they seem to be going on all cylinders. He is raising money. He is tied with Biden and Mayor Pete in Iowa. Elizabeth Warren has fallen off. Elizabeth Warren is doing more interviews. The Warren campaign, they, they're not sure what to do. Yeah. They really haven't recovered from when Leon Kieperman and some of the billionaires in New York struck back at her. But talk about Iowa. And the reason I mention that, every time you turn on television, it's all now coverage on Iran, where normally this is the dead time and CNBC, MSNBC, C-SPAN, Fox or whatever, or um, CNN, they're showing there is so-and-so with voters in Iowa. They're showing a town hall meeting. It's all, once again, right, all John. the oxygen's being wiped out about Iran. Yeah, it's it's gone from impeachment to Iran. It has. And it's not about them. No. You know, so if you are muddling with your message, as you say, like Elizabeth Warren, I think... Ultimately, she's in trouble. She is. Um, We saw the late year, you know, the final quarter. The numbers were definitely down. Um, I do think Bernie, you're right. Bernie, he is, I will say this. He is a very disciplined candidate. If anyone wanted to follow the textbook, he just doesn't deviate from his brand. No. So even when the Iran thing has now emerged, um, he didn't deviate. He didn't give a qualified answer, and I'll speak in a minute of how I felt Buttigieg and Biden answered. Bernie is Bernie for his people, and I think it served him well. He went right for Trump's throat. He He did. did. 
he said, this is ridiculous. It looks like a war crime. No, I disagree with that. But he, like, he knows his play. He does. He knows his lines. Yep. You know what I mean? It she, comes right from the gut. Yeah. This is where, and he's very consistent. He's very consistent. As you know, Warren did call him a murderer, which he was. But then she's Solomon, waffling and then she in 24 hours. And yeah. then it started to go back after Trump. Right. And then, you know, Biden, I, I don't, I mean, Biden is, he's right now, Sanders, this CBS poll in Iowa, Sanders 23, Biden 23, Mayor Pete 23, Warren 16, yeah. Klobuchar 7. Um, Mayor Pete's really boosted up in Iowa. But I, I just think, I mean, Biden... I, I, I just, he always seems flat to me. But I think, J.D., I think a couple things on this. I think now Iowa is a three-man race. You're going to see who has the yeah. most juice in the party. Yep. Now, so I'm going to... It's all ground game now in Iowa. It could be yeah. Bernie wins Iowa. Yes. But I would say Biden and Buttigieg could be neck and neck. They so what are. is... I don't think... I think Elizabeth will show maybe fourth... Maybe she gets her people out and goes higher. Um, I'm going to say something else. I do think, based on the former debate, and she's trying to and keep... And they have in, another debate coming up. And, and yep. I think Amy Klobuchar, hmm. who is of that region, yep. could be one of those, not win it, but Amy could pull a surprise. And if she pulls ahead of Warren, that's interesting. I it, think well, that would be really interesting. That would be yeah. humiliating for Warren. Yes. Um, so, and the, the people are observing... So, could Iran, which is, by the way, I do think Iran, right now, Trump is in a good place with uh, early polls of how the public views it. Yes. Um, a bombing that takes out 200 members of the military, nobody would want to see that, That's J.D. That's right, yep. That could test the public's support yes. for him. Yes, So, I do think these are really critical days for him. Um, on this, that doesn't mean put people pull away, but they could feel uncomfortable, um, like with what he's doing with this. I do. I think this is actually one of his the biggest challenge he's faced. It's ironically not impeachment. It's not. No, and I agree with that. And I know he's taking some heat from people like Ann Coulter and Tucker Carlson, but it's funny. The first pulse, Iran has been. Let's let's. Uh, uh, Iran has been an enemy. Of the United States. Since I remember being at Hendrick we and Randall, were the children. Yeah, I mean, children. Absolutely. And it's really never veered off. And Obama no. tried to buy them off. And I think it's, you know, I think uh, Popio uh, has been very good out front saying, this is guy basically was a terrorist in a uniform and hiding exactly. behind that and causing all these problems. But I saw something really interesting on CNN because they were saying, you know, let's get the focus group of Americans and blah, blah, blah. So you have Bernie Sanders saying, oh, th this is, you know, an act of war and this was an assassination. Right. And then the Democrats going after it. So they have the quote, you know, likely voters in Iowa. And there were this couple, a man and wife, and they said, you know, we weren't sure what to think of it. But when we turned on TV and we see all these people burning flags and saying death At to America, I thought, you know what? Good thing that we did yeah. uh, bomb them right. like that. Iran, it, it doesn't garner sympathy, right? When you turn Correct. on and you see a mob <laughs> outside our gates and burning the well, embassy right. like Argo, you, you don't think, oh, my God, those poor people. You So, so I think them... The Democrats trying to make this such a, a huge deal as if we're supposed to feel sympathy for this guy. Right. I, again, I think it falls flat. They have a political tin air. They it do. just doesn't stop on that. You're I, not going to get sympathy of that or then people burning the flag saying death to him. Well, America. I would say this. I, I think the optics of, I thought it was very chilling to see how brazenly they were, John, they were in parts of the American embassy yes, in Iraq. Yeah. I don't know if the public really understands that. Do you know that is the largest embassy in the world? I didn't know that. We built it that way. It's a huh. fortress. It's not just a building. And there was a lot of reasons for that after the war. Um, and so this is a this is delicate footing for Trump because what you're trying to deal with here, people forget, this was the Iranian commander. Yep. At the we, we have a lot of support from pieces of Iraq, but like all things in the Middle East, it's like, who do you trust? Yeah. And these militias can turn on you. So I think the optics and the um, the visuals of that mob at the embassy that stands with Trump, that may have been part of what, you know, helped him reach his decision. Yes. I don't think he or Pompeo have to fully share, nor is it appropriate to share all the intel they knew something was coming, and they made that decision. That's so, right. um, 
I think the public is with them right now. You and I know, like you were mentioning, since the 70s. So, so first of all, when yeah. Warren tried to say, this was a government official, John, in Iran, yeah. a government official is the same as a state-sponsored terrorist. Yes. That's what they do. The That's Ayatollahs right. started. Yes. So... That's a ridiculous thing for her to say. Then she, like you said, she pulled that back. So no and the one media is gonna... was rushing with. I've never seen them so angry. Yeah, you know, and all the people in the streets. What it was forty people trampled at, at the yes. funeral. But then yeah. you know, the media also they don't mention the fact that you know you better have been at the funeral, or they're going to send the police in and drag you out of your house. I mean, right. I think again the media they tip their hand kind of against Trump in this. You really sort of another example of just how much people there is true about the trump derangement syndrome but just to circle back something like this it threw the field off yes and you're right bernie stayed firm yeah and the rest really weren't sure how to play it yeah both Buttigieg and biden yeah now biden especially remember his background he had been chairman that's of right. the senate foreign relations that's Committee. right that's not a small post no um he does i would say this about this development it's a 50-50 case. Like, it may give some, you know, help to Biden because I think he it show, he has posture, he has understanding on it. Yep. It could be a policy issue that he doesn't sort of stumble all over himself to talk about. We'll see. I mean, he does have that background. Right. Um, and some have said Buttigieg has some level of credibility because he served... But he might look a little more junior on this kind of issue. Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of the public might look at this. So in a weird way, it could help Biden or it might help the party centrist yep. get behind him because he can speak, I think, with some authority on this kind of an issue. We will see. What happens to the Warren campaign if she finishes fourth in Iowa? Um, very, very good question. Now, obviously, I, I want to go over. She is doing better in New Hampshire, but yeah. she's fallen in New Hampshire. Sanders leading in New Hampshire, 27 percent. Biden, 25 percent. Warren, 18 percent. Mayor Pete, 13. Amy Klobuchar, 7. You know, the, I think this type of act, and, and Bernie Sanders is so anti-military, anti-war, I think this actually fires up his supporters the most. So and I think he has been building momentum. And you have AOC coming out and saying it was an act of war. I think the, the whole Iran strike is actually good for Bernie Sanders. Because it just gives that much more fever. His health seems okay. He is certainly, as you said on message, he's raising more money than anybody. But what happens to Warren? Now, I, I think if she falls to fourth in New Hampshire, then I think it could be lights out. Yeah, because I, I think this unexpected foreign affairs development yeah. definitely <clears throat> takes the heat down with her because yep. she's been so much on domestic policy. She has been. The center of her campaign is the, is the health plan, yep. Medicare for all. You're, you're going to see no one talking about that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I think it takes a lot of the steam out. Yep. I think Bernie... To again, to his credit, he went right to his talking point. He doesn't waffle. He's he's saying, you know, Trump had no authority, he didn't go to Congress, and all this stuff, and the guy should not have been taken out. And and that gets you. We've seen demonstrations around the region in the yes. past few days. Yep. So, you know, I think that she, you know, JD also I, the, Iowa is traditionally three tickets get yeah. punched out of Iowa, yeah. right? So. Right now is looking Sanders, Biden. I mean, it, it's really come down to the five. Sanders, Biden, Buttigieg, Warren, Klobuchar with them at, at the bottom. I think the Klobuchar, I think she's interesting because I think, and again, we don't know who the, the candidate is going to be, but she certainly seems to be setting herself up to be the VP on the ticket, right? I would say she that. She would carry that part of the country into the Rust Belt. Um, but, but just circle back. To I, I think it what you said is interesting is it has them scrambling for what is the message to get out there right because yeah. if your whole message is forgiving student debt but every time people put on the TV and they're showing Iran it, it throws off like what are we right. talking about so yeah I think that this has put Elizabeth and Warren in an even more awkward difficult position yeah. you know she she's not talking about foreign policy on the stage no. and again there is they have a big debate i guess what next a week from like tomorrow night yes. the 14th and yep. i think it allows biden again it is territory that he i think he feels comfortable and he has some credibility to talk about um 
And if she's going to just throw out these things and then they pull it back and then they're saying, oh, well, um, you know, Trump maybe, you know, to bomb the cultural sites of Iran. And by the way, John, I don't know that the masses of the American public are going to feel so terrible about no. a monument. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. we get it. Like, there's right. ancient sites there. Yes. I realize we signed on to a treaty, but we also have to remember all the treaties and all the agreements mean nothing with a, with a state-sponsored terrorist country like Iran. And I think that the public looks at those visuals um, and I, I think right now, unless a very terrible, unexpected thing happens, I think they're, they think Trump did a reasonable thing. Yeah. And, and a touch on, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DiPietro, uh, communication consultant Donna Perry, Massachusetts communication consultant Donna Perry in studio. Talk about the Trump campaign where you see them right now. He, um, I mean, they showed Bernie Sanders raised $35 million in, in the last month. Trump campaign, I think it was $46 million. His poll numbers actually have bounced up since this strike. And on top of that, right now, he is holding firm with the Republicans or with him. His approval with the Republicans is strong. That kind of money on the ground is so effective in, in a national campaign. And I think what is very striking is Michael Moore, who the filmmaker, obviously no fan of the president. Right. But he said, you know, uh, the president has not lost any support in the Rust Belt. If anything, his support has increased in, in the Rust yeah. Belt. So right now, how do you see the Trump campaign? I think that, <laughs> I think there's a sense in the country um, that that he will be reelected and, and they just have to keep going forward yeah. because I think anything he does, um, the way the criticism is fired from the other side, John, just... I think it falls flat. The, yeah. it is, there's not a reception for it. No. You know, so now they're questioning the intel. And you can see the narrative. It's getting very tiring for it the is. media. You know, the narrative is, oh, you didn't have a legitimate reason to do this. You know what? You're going to lose the public on that. You are. Uh, I would say, too. And the impeachment thing just drags on. It drags on. And I think, right, to too. To the average person, like, this is still going on. Yeah. They won't send the articles to the Senate. I mean, how much longer is this thing going to go And I on? think two key Republicans, uh, Pompeo this morning, I thought was very effective at the podium. He, I liked the tone he took, the posture. Yeah. Um, what a win he To is. be fair, he is sometimes a little more articulate than Trump in terms of 100%. the way he handled oh, that. Yeah. He's very clear with the press. I thought he was very methodical. He said, we respect national treaties. No one's violating the U.N. Yep. Stopped calling us war criminals. So, A, there's that. And I think between Pompeo there, he's got a guy who can run circles around anyone about the rules of the Senate in Mitch McConnell. Big time. So That's if right. Trump can just do his thing, yep. leave Pompeo to do, I really mean that. He, he needs him to be out front yeah. in dealing with Iran a lot. In yeah. terms of let him talk to the press, let he, him yes. and let McConnell. He handle. made the rounds on the Sunday shows, yeah. and he was as good as I've ever seen. I yep. think far more effective than when John Kerry was Secretary of State or Hillary yeah. or Susan Rice. He just, you know, he just has it. You know, um, uh, very friendly with uh, Senator Jack Reed, number one in his class at West Point. Right. That guy. I mean, to me, when I hear him, I think that could be a future president. I absolutely think so, and yeah. I think he has. Um, when the press gets heated in the hysterical questions, he has a great ability to stay calm in his demeanor, which obviously that's more difficult for Trump. You know, he, yes. he's a natural, you know, fighter. So I think I, if I was his team, I would let Pompeo be out front on a lot of this. McConnell knows what he's doing he in the Senate. Boy, is he impressive? He's saying they're not going to treat this like a toy and a trick. Sorry. Yep. You have no standing here. No. So. I think along those lines, they could just do fine. And uh, But I, I think Trump also should be listening to his generals through this process, you know. Um, we're also talking about, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro in studio with me, Massachusetts uh, communication consultant Donna Perry. Now, as you know, former Mayor Mike Bloomberg, who is spending money, uh, his strategy, by the way, just quick note, I mean, boy, former Governor Deval Patrick, that... Has gone nowhere. I mean, nowhere. it's gone nowhere. Uh, whatever reason he thought he had an opening, but he's he's nowhere in New Hampshire. He's nowhere in Iowa. He's just nowhere. But so far, right now, Bloomberg is showing up in the national polls. 
not tremendously, but he's already about to, in the, one of the next national polls now, he could actually surpass Elizabeth, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. Uh, every time you turn on television, yeah, if you watch on, national yeah. TV, he's on. He's on. Um, what do you think right now of Bloomberg and the strategy? You know, I do like the fact, and he's doing something. See, I like when people do things like that. Who does he choose? You know, everyone's waiting to see, and locally, they're like, oh, he's going to have Governor Raimondo out there and all this other foolishness. Who does he have? <laughs> Judge Judy's going to join him on the trail. Now, she is well-respected. She is the one of the most successful shows on television. She's a TV she has person. incredible authority. Yeah. I mean, her and Dr. Phil always battle it out. Judge Judy out there, I, I think when you think in those terms, kind of like when... President Trump has a physical done by Dr. Oz. <laughs> I think as much as the Washington, New York knock it, they're missing the middle of the country. They they're are. like, what are you talking about? He's a doctor. He's Dr. <laughs> Oz. That's Judge Judy. You know, she's got incredible. Uh, to me, it was like when Obama, people were knocking uh, Barack Obama when he had Oprah Winfrey open a rally for him. And I sure. thought, now that is brilliant. Yeah. The, the national establishment, they don't see sometimes no. Someone like a Judge Judy, they connect far more than just some, you know, Is you're going to send Rhode Island Governor Gina Orlando yeah. out on the stump for him. No it one doesn't work that no. way. It, no. it, I think it's a brilliant stroke from his team. Um, they, Like you say, you got to think out of the box when yes. you're trying to do this. No matter how much money you have, you're a long shot. So, you know, they're trying to think different. They're trying to think who's a media star who could work with us. She has okay she's got a you know judge legal show it's not like she's a show of you know some other fluff thing right so but people you say those two words jd they know who you that know is judge judy they know yeah. who that is and she'd get a big smart thing. move um what, what do you think of his strategy right now and we're gonna move up but waiting till super tuesday and you know say what you want i saw one of his ads i i think he's pretty good he seems pretty reasonable um we're going to find out in two months whether or not it was the right move. Yeah. But I, I think right now it was the smarter decision to wait until Super Tuesday and not get involved. Let let the field narrow um, from where, you know, it started with 20 people. Yeah, and I think he's just, he decided that it's, he his campaign could be a place for voters to land who really are not seeing either the two extremes or, yep. you know, in Trump, whether it's Trump and then when they're seeing the loud, like you say, the loudest voices in the Democratic yes. primary remain Bernie. Bernie doesn't fit for a lot of centrist Democrats. And, no. and you know, a guy like Bloomberg says, I, I could be a long shot, but with enough money and presence, it's, yep. you know, he's kind of running the old Ross Perot thing in a way where it's a place for people to land who maybe are saying, I was looking for something different. So I I think he's got the money. You stay in it. It, it. Things can click. Things can change. I think what we've seen in the past seven days show, J.D., that things can change That's very right. quickly. Yes. A lot can happen huh. in American politics in less than a year. Providence Journal editorial this morning. Chafee wants to speak out again. Now, I describe this as a scathing editorial. I was laughing as I was reading it. Should be entertaining, if illuminating, if anyone notices that is. Goes on to mention his uh, different overtures of trying to run in the past. I, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Chafee well, now with the Libertarian Party? And once again, I think one of the funniest things was on Ted Nisi actually got a hold of him on Sunday night. And uh, to say, hey, you know, I want to confirm you're running for president. And Chafee had no comment. First reporter to reach him on the phone after you announced yeah, for president. I, have I no mean, comment. but what what are your thoughts on uh, the Chafee run? Well, first of all, bravo to our friend Ed Acorn. Yeah. For, you know, wow, I think wow. it's just spot on, completely correct. The whole yep. thing is correct, top to bottom. Um, you know, it's almost not worth getting into the semantics of oh, you know, his views, his uh. positions. It, it's it's just nonsense. And I think, you know, Acorn just hit it all right all the way through that and also say he seems to be a guy with a lot of time on his hands he's you know they got a family fortune and and he's he continues to almost suffer from this you know need to feel either he's making an impact he's made a difference i also think it might come from you know his very legacy father of of wanting to feel like i'm still in the game i'm a player yes 
Um, that's what a little bit it looks like to me. But I definitely think any war talk is what really gets his juices going. And I so it almost seems, though, like that was a, a rapid series of things that he just flipped his decision. And I think he sees the Iran thing as a way he to does. enter the conversation. Yeah, even though, you know, and I go back to he thought in 2016 that was going to be his lane. But to me, Bernie Sanders owns that lane. Yes. You know, there's no one more anti-war than Bernie Sanders. No matter what happens, he always feels like you don't attack. You just don't do that. Yeah. Uh, to me, and you know, Link is a, a pacifist. But what also I don't think should be lost on a Perry is, and I was saying this earlier, if people really step back, who initially owned the journal? Which was the Metcalfs and Davenport. Yes. What does it say that all these years later, you you and I both know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the journal never would have had an never. editorial. Yeah. Never. Yeah. With the name Chafee involved in right. that. What does that say about the evolution of the journal and where Chafee's, because I think it was spot on. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point. I mean, it, it shows the shift. It's not locally owned. You know, it's owned by, you know, this, this mass media group. Um, so they don't have that kind of a, a, you know, an alliance. They don't have that kind of loyalty yep. to this uh, member, you know, to Link Chafee. So that's exactly right. And what does it say that it's almost like he becomes kind of, I don't want to say a joke, but, you know, you, I think, spoke about it. And there was the CNN embarrassing Wolf Blitzer yes. <laughs> interview where he said, Governor. you know, you're going to make another failed foolish run yes. is essentially what's it looking like so yeah. you know i think it's just something maybe it is something for him to do he wants to use his voice people might say why don't you open a nonprofit?" i mean you know you're doing these like little runs and it it's just you know um pat ford i think is also weighing in saying yeah, he moved to Wyoming, but his views, let's say, in the Second Amendment don't match no. where that kind of a party is. Right. Um, and I like the fact the journal in their editorial point out the fact yeah. that Rhode Island with 16% inheritance tax, which he could have changed, Chafee, by the way. Sure. Um, Wyoming has zero. So let's just say you have a, a net worth or a value or a state or a fortune of $100 million, you die. Wyoming, you keep all the money. Sure. Rhode Island, that's $16 million. That right. Stephanie is, is paying out. Yeah. Um, that should not. I think it's also, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday Institute with me, Massachusetts Communication Consultant Donna Perry. You know, I, I think it's also interesting. You see two different individuals of prominent names who held office, and now they're out of state and they no longer hold office. Patrick Kennedy uh, has quite a life going for himself. He's married, he has children. He lives in New Jersey, and his wife is going to enter politics. Yeah, I'm And that. he does, you know, Patrick Kennedy, former congressman, to his credit, he, uh, he got, got involved with something he's very passionate about, which is mental health. And he speaks out very consistently against addiction. He's against legalization of marijuana. Um, he is using his name, his wealth, his talents for causes that seemingly can make a difference. And then, you know... Look at then former governor, former senator, former mayor Chafee, who is on this riding around the country. Yeah. I want to be the president. Um, I, I think in the fact that Patrick Kennedy is taking a step back and his wife is now going to be the candidate with the Kennedy name. Right. I think that's a very interesting play. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a, a good point about the contrast with what Chafee has done with which people would say you have a name, you have a legacy. Yep. Uh, his father, by the way, I think it's also kind of interesting. Remember, his father was the secretary of the Navy. Yes. During the NIST. So right. he was in the top of the he was. command of the U.S. And then to be so, I don't want to say anti-war, but to be so like this mm. kind of knee-jerk reaction to anything about combat where sometimes that has been necessary for the long-term safety and security of the u.s yes um i find that kind of a whole separate curious that's thing. an excellent point you and know the father that served in world war ii and yeah. the father served in korea and he was the head of the navy when you're the head the secretary of, of the four branches yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it goes like the joint chiefs and those four guys yes so the fact that he is so you know against the military in a way i well that's just curious i think to your point, I, uh, Patrick Kennedy, who wrote the book A Common Struggle, yep. um, he unleashed a lot. He opened up a lot of family secrets at some members of his family. It's not, you know, this is common knowledge. Yeah. They don't like, and maybe they don't speak to him, and they didn't like that he was very 
honest about what did and didn't go on in their family in the household. Um, and, you, you know, I think he's um, he's offered, you know, he's really turned. I'm very happy for him. Yes. He's turned his life around. Good for him. Yes. He deserves that. He's having yep. the family life, John, that I think he didn't get to experience Agreed. as a child. Yeah. You know, no. people pay a big price to be in those political oh, families. Yeah. So, yep. I, you know, if his wife, though... <laughs> They might have her, uh, ironically, that's the seat where the guy jumped. He switched. Oh, well, yeah. think about that. This is where politics are, and I don't think it's, it's highlighted enough. In, in 2020 that we're in now, if you are a Democrat and you don't feel that there's enough there for impeachment, you will have to leave the party. I mean, what it came that down say? to that. What does that say? Yeah. And they talk about uh, polarizing. One last thing about uh, the late Senator Chafee, our mutual friend, uh, the late Mr. Sarabian, uh, <laughs> used to say, screw Chafee. He pulled the Navy out of Newport. That's so right. that was always his thing. They used to go to the officers club. In our remaining moments, Donna Perry, now I talked to Justin Katz yesterday, and the Providence Journal did this piece on, all right, so the legislative session starts at the State House this year, and what do we see? The organized labor progressive agenda and, you know, budget and taxes. Governor Mundo talks about a $200 million deficit and guns is supposedly a priority. And then they go to education where Bob Walsh is saying, oh, you know, you have teachers. They're going to start to leave because they can get paid higher in uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut. So and then the journal, I think, unfairly frames it as the, quote, conservative Republican agenda. Now, granted, they do say the, the organized labor slash progressive agenda, but what, what, I, what is missing here to me is there's still, I just don't see the urgency for addressing the business community that should exist with the, quote, big issues that are going to be out there. Absolutely. You and, know? you know, it, it's been talked about, it's been reported on. You do a great job to illuminate this, John. Small businesses, oh, my God. for instance, in Rhode Island, are generally of a profile that is not the same as many businesses, for instance, in Massachusetts. No. They're pushing to get to 15 an hour minimum wage. Yep. In this state, the profile of a small business, they cannot afford that. No. You know, they cannot afford it. Um, this is this, again, they have a checklist if you follow the progressives. They just oh, have yeah. a, and one of them is the $15 an hour. Um, they call, they can call it the living wage or this or that. But if you're talking about every restaurant worker, you know, just anyone who's in your company, whatever is the service you provide. Um, and then you have paid family leave on top of it that, that got through. So, um, I, I don't think that they, they just don't want to see the bind that the state is in. No. Um, and I will say one other thing about Ramondo with this deficit. You know, she's looking huh. for ways to do, you know, she's, they, that hole just keeps growing. It does. So at $200 million, yep. um, and also if I were the Republicans in the state, they need to understand where they're going with this TCI gas. It's a gas tax. It they is can a call gas it tax. a carbon initiative, blah, yep. blah, blah. It's a gas tax. When you're talking about 17 cents or something in that range on top of every gallon, think about that. For the average driver... How many times a week or you fill up your tank? Like that oh that's that's real money for it people. Yeah. So they need to make <clears throat> these fights and they and they're who's left. I think people like Pat Morgan are kinda a missed. You know, she would take her stand and, and you've just gotta get out there on this because if you talk about the exodus of the state and you get through some of these just they're things that don't match the income and the business you know, the profile of these businesses. These are right. not million-dollar businesses, no, you know? No. So, in, in any successful either government or organization, it comes down to what are your priorities. And Governor Mundo said, and she did an interview with Kim Colonian, oh, well, one of the biggest things is guns. We got to, you know, the gun laws. Listen, you and I, but Rhode Island does not have a gun problem. No, they we, don't. We don't. Okay, what happened to Westerly, that is true. That man tragically shot and killed that person, right. wounded two others, and then killed himself. Okay, so two dead, two wounded. On Christmas Day... That journal, former journal reporter, leapt to her, jumped with a death right. after killing her two children, yeah. pushing them first. That's three dead. Rhode Island, if you follow the police logs, if anything, there's a knife problem. That guy killed somebody in a hookah lounge on, on yes. Federal Hill. New York, you have somebody going into where the Jews are celebrating Hanukkah with a machete. The gun laws to me, and any talk about gun laws, this is she's trying to build 
her national profile. Right. It does not meet. You know, I have a junior uh, in high school, as you know, your niece, Jacqueline. Yes. You know, the kids are not walking around saying, I'm terrified of a, of a shooter. We don't have that. In other states, you go to Florida, when someone turns 18, they routinely buy a gun. Uh, children hunting. There's a lot, far more guns out there. There's far more people shooting. You saw it with the, the, the shooter went in the church and then the, the people, the, the other yeah. person is shot and killed the guy in Texas, right? That's right. I mean, right. we don't have a gun. To me, that's that should no, not be a priority. She's that's doing, just trying to feather her she's resume. She's doing national talking national points. Talking and, and one last thing Go about ahead. when she talks about She's on a hunt for revenue. She worries oh, about no right. John, God. we all understand if you lose some of these flagship things that bring in revenue, where was she speaking out when you have roving gangs who, by the way, they're going to shoot somebody, those yes, kids at the mall. At the mall. Okay. The yep. Providence Mall is known to be not only unsafe. I, I think it's on very shaky financial ground oh, very yeah. soon. Oh, okay, yeah. so where is her voice to say, you're going to lose this flagship huge place in the center of downtown? Providence is the capital of your state. That's right. Governor. Yes. So you have nothing to say Zero. about roving gangs who are, by, by the way, they're destroying the image of that Terrible. mall. Terrible. Absolutely. So I just think she's kind of not being honest when she says i'm looking for revenue i want to keep revenue here and business is here how come you don't speak about that yep and alorza was the same way total silence so you're gonna have a big empty shuttered mall yes that yeah. could happen right on there. her watch yep. so you know and there was the shooting there with nordstrom's and then in their parking lot and they pulled out of course they the did. last time i went to providence place mall and a good time to go to some of these places is now january february not as they get some of the the pre-Christmas people in and try to pack it. Yeah. It's depressing. There's a lot of empty storefronts. You don't, It actually doesn't even feel safe. Doesn't feel safe not in a that lot parking of garage either. And at night, it's totally different. Yeah. And people, listen, you know, you know, you can go to Emerald Square. You can go to Garden City. Yep. There's other options. Mm -hmm. And they're silent about something like that. Yeah. That's exactly right. Donna Perry, happy new year. Great job. Great we'll to be here, JD. Again. Okay. Right, folks, I want to remind you, it's John DePietro, Propane Plus. Call Propane Plus today. They want to be your propane supplier. 401-885-4209. Call Tim Johnson today. His family over 50 years in the propane businesses, business location in Rehoboth in East Greenwich. Call Propane Plus today. 401-885-4209. Become a customer of Propane Plus. Underground tanks. Full service your one source for all your propane needs, automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, discounts for builders, heaters, generators. They do it all. Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. It's John DePietro, 776-1380. A lot more ahead on this Tuesday. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Folks, remember, hello there. I'm telling you, Judge Judy, you watch Wolf. People know who she is. I think that stroke of brilliance, uh, a brilliant, brilliant stroke of genius, I should say, stroke of genius by uh, Bloomberg. I like when people go outside the realm. I think that's, I think that's very wise when you select someone like that. Uh, she's very well known. She has tremendous credibility, uh, and especially. Older female voters really like Judge Judy. I think that's a very, I do, very, very smart move by the Bloomberg campaign. He, she's going to campaign with former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. Hey, folks, I want to remind you now, if you run a business and you need help with staffing, remember our friends at MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA 
professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. MEGA professionals, MEGA, over 20 years, local family-owned business, helping companies, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, and they will help you with staffing. If you need work, if you need drivers, workers, healthcare, in the healthcare industry, they have workers, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse or mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, healthcare workers, they have it all. Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA professionals today at 508-336-7801. Now listen, you're trying to run your company, you're trying to run your business, but you need staffing. Mega Professionals has the professionals for your company. Call them today, 508 336 7801. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price, guaranteed, and it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front-wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. My Paul Massey, my Paul Massey ride. Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front-wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months. With $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price. Only at Paul Massey. Well, folks, without question, the heating season is here. Call. Remember our friends at J.K.L. Engineering. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient, they're quiet, and more affordable than you think. If you're saying, well, no gas, well, then no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering, J.K.L., they do it right the first time. Let them design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates on the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer. Now, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts for over 53 years. JKL's reputation, they're number one especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navient certified factory dealer called JKL for a sister replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today, 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred. Now, in your home or business, let's just see every time you're having problems with your, your pipes, your heating. Oh, about it, if, if every time. I'm seeing right now prosecutors say Flynn deserves six months in prison. Poor uh, Mike Flynn, General Flynn, Middletown. That was a tough fall. But call J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, before it gets really cold... Let's just say on this Tuesday, you say, you know, Juan, my heating system is okay. My pipes make some noise. It doesn't heat up everything the way I'd want it to. Well, what's it going to be like if the temperature goes to the single digits or frozen pipes? Or you have a heating, if you have an inefficient heating problem, what does that mean? It means it could be that you're cranking it up, right, to 70 degrees and it still isn't working properly. It doesn't have to be that way. Call JKL. And I want to remind you now. Estimates are free and financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600.
7600. J. Cannell Engineering, the original, the best. Is there part of your home? Do you say, oh, that room's like an icebox? Or maybe, you know, I mentioned I went to visit, sorry, see a friend of mine at his uh, office. And, uh, and it's interesting. To the left, it's very warm in the office. Everyone in the offices, it's very warm. They're always hot. To the right, the people have their coats on. It's always so cold. He said, I know, it doesn't, for some reason, it just doesn't, not equal. I said, call J.K.L. Engineering today. They could straighten that out. Estimates are free. Financing is available. You can reduce your oil bill. And right now, highest rebates on the market, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, and we're back on this Tuesday. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program brought to you by Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. What's that? Do you need a plumber? Oh, something wrong with the drain? Pipe, something's wrong? You need a plumber right now, today? Ready? I'm going to give you the phone number. Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland, 401-714-8478. Family owner and operate over 20 years. Victor Quartz, Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland, fully licensed and insured, 401-714-8478-401-714-8478-8478-714-8478. You need a plumber called Victor Quartz, Quartz Plumbing. Repair and maintenance. If there's something wrong with the drain, what do you think, it's just going to magically go away? It's not. All right. Good afternoon, folks. It's Juan, 766-1380. Now, we are going to talk about the situation in Iran. We're going to also bring you up to speed. I mean, this latest stuff with, uh, with Mattiello, I don't know where the rest of the media is. This is very dramatic. The chief of staff, um, Leo Skenyon, grand jury investigates alleged hijinks, uh, and, and Mattiello among the potential witnesses, and his chief of staff, Leo Skenyon, was visited by the state police and has had to hire criminal defense attorney Bill Lynch chief of staff to the speaker for crying out loud where is the republican party let me say good afternoon to uh everybody on uh, facebook live there's christine um let's see uh judge uh, listen you may not like her you, you have to chief he doesn't really want to be president he just wants to get his name back out there could be i agree with you he has nothing else to do wolf is how about that wolf says donna perry political analyst rock star she's terrific isn't she you know, you can't underestimate. There are people, look at some of the people on just the, um, when, when you have some of these people. See, I think selections like that, um, when, you, when you choose someone like that. I mentioned, like, <laughs> I thought that was funny when President Trump had, uh, yeah, I had a physical done. He did it with Dr. Oz. I mean, he's a doctor. <laughs> I mean, is he really? Uh, let me just look at some of the um, headlines. Big tech gets bigger and bigger form of government censorship. Trump touts Zuckerberg. Surveillance expands. Judge threatens Harvey Weinstein with jail for using phone at trial. We're going to talk to him coming up. Some of the stuff with, with Iran. I mean, what, what are they... Let them. What, what, what do you mean they're going to be started? Um, who are they going to attack? They're not going to attack anybody. You know, I put the picture. If you've got to check my Facebook uh, page, somebody sent me the photo. See if I can find it before we break for the 1 o'clock news and then we'll take more of your uh, phone calls. But someone sent me the uh, photo. I think it's funny. Did you see the picture of the Iranian Air Force? Let me just pull it up quickly. I think it's funny. Yeah. There's the, do you see the Iranians preparing their Air Force for World War III? There we go. Take a look at that. That's all you need to know. And there are other doing, there are other doing, uh, they're doing other training exercises. There's the Iranians that uh, Elizabeth Warren, they're all afraid of. There's the other Iranian Air Force. But I love the magic carpet. Iranians preparing their Air Force for World War III. All right, it's John DePietro. The Power Hour is next. Stay with me. Big hour ahead, plus more news on this Mattiello investigation ahead on the John DePietro Show. W236CW, W260DC. W-N-R-I. 